0: movement in this space of vulnerability of allowing the heart to live it feels clumsy and especially as adults we don't want to feel clumsy we want to feel like we've got it down i believe every person deserves kindness in their lives i believe kindness has the power to change us from the inside out to change the world beginning with you and me And that's why I wanted to create a show called Self-Kindness, Self-Kindness with Pete. It's about figuring out how kindness towards ourselves can be our superpower. How kindness is more than just a reward at the end of the day. It's about living clear lives, focused lives, motivated by loving concern, rather than motivated by fear and anxiety. It's about how we make that change. How does self-kindness show up the moment we need it the most? You are so worthy of the kindness that's already in you. And each week, we'll be exploring how to do that with people who are leading this kindness awakening in their own lives. My name is Pete Sibley, and I'm so grateful you're here. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley. And what a kindness it is for me that you're listening. (laughs) You know, thank you so much. I've been hearing your feedback. And here we are, episode eight, something that just started in the closet and it still (laughs) is being recorded in my closet, but something that has maybe touched you. And I love hearing your feedback. If you are listening, this is the first time, welcome, welcome. If you have listened in the past, I again invite you to share this with a friend, to uh, hit the subscribe button, or leave a comment. Those things help to bring this important conversation of self-kindness to the forefront when people are looking for podcasts (laughs) and searching around. So that does make a difference. So thanks for being here, and thanks for checking in. Again, if you are interested in this conversation as it's happening in a larger capacity, maybe hop on my website, which is PeteSibley.com, or find me on social media out there. I've been having some fun uh, Instagram conversations with some people out there. So that happens out there in the world at Self-Kindness with Pete. So any of the social media places you can find me out there. And so... Today, I wanted to to take a moment, I've been so grateful for these incredible guests that I've already had, and I have a queue of amazing guests. I can't believe some of the people that are saying yes to wanting to have a self-kindness conversation. I mean, last episode with Alexandra Fuller, a bestselling author and memoirist, uh, sharing such deep wisdom and before that, Daryl Scott, my friends that have been on the show already, and my beautiful wife. We'll get into that, but, you know, self-kindness, when I use these words, a lot of times what I hear back from people is, well, where do I start? And another thing I hear back from people is, hmm, not sure I want to go there because, I think I know what you're talking about, Pete, and that might mean some deep deep, some deep dives, some deep digging. And I'm just not in a space to do that right now. Uh, With COVID, with the way that the world is, maybe you just have a really full schedule. Um, And I hear back from people like this takes time. And I'd like to say yes, it does. And also remind remind us all of that like we're not going for some place where we're going to be just you know land on this arrival point that doesn't happen um you know the reflection that i've heard back from people who are octogenarians and it's like you don't arrive at this point where you are the fully baked version of you And in fact, I was having this conversation on a post that I made on Instagram today about a beautiful teacher that I had. And that was, I walked out onto the porch this morning, and the sun was trying to get through the central coast, uh, California fog, which happens in the summertime. And I noticed a beautiful spider web. I mean, it was huge. (laughs) It was gigantic. I was grateful that the the spider itself wasn't dangling right there, but the web was just um, stunning. So I took a picture of it, and I posted it on Instagram, and I wrote about what I was inspired in that moment, which was this teacher, this this spider, nature as the teacher, was showing me that you got to keep creating regardless of all the other things out there. It was completely unique. This teacher had faith because you don't know if it's going to work or not. It was delicate and it's not going to last forever and could be at the whim of my nine-year-old son totally wiped out an entire night's worth of work. And yet it was the reminder to show up. And that's all we're doing in this podcast is just that reminder that this is a human conversation. Self-kindness. How are you doing it right now, Today. And so, when people ask me where to start, my answer always is, how about noticing that all around us there are teachers? There's that spider web. <laughs> As I was about to come up here and climb into my closet studio, my kids were <laughs> sitting with the cat, and they were telling it to sit, 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 sit. that's a good, sit. <laughs> and it just made me laugh, you know. Why not try to teach a cat to sit? <laughs> it's, uh, prior to that, we had been, had the, the privilege to be over at the beach and just watching waves and just noticing that consistency of those waves crashing. Teachers everywhere. Where do we start? Self kindness. I've lived with type 1 diabetes for the past 10 years, and type 1 diabetes, if you just don't remember what you've read about diabetes in the past, it's usually called juvenile diabetes um, because it most of the time shows up at a young age, but it's the type of diabetes where you become insulin dependent regardless of how you've lived your life. It's just for some reason the pancreas stops producing the amount of insulin that you need. And so as a type 1 diabetic, it has taught me a lot. And sometimes it teaches me to, regardless of what I think I need to be doing, it's time to slow down. And so right before recording this, I sat down and I felt wobbly. I looked at my insulin pump, which is an incredible piece of technology, and it showed me that I had a low blood sugar another teacher. Slow down, Pete. Feed yourself. So where do I start? Well I start with where life is pointing me. And I'm clumsy at it and we're trying over and over again. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. Was just a recap on these incredible guests, the wisdom that has already been expressed on just a few episodes where we have talked about self-kindness what is self-kindness and in the last episode with alexandra fuller we talked about that reminder that that any movement in this space of vulnerability of allowing the heart to live it feels clumsy and especially as adults we don't want to feel clumsy we want to feel like we've got it down and the strange thing is A lot of us, what we've got down is negative self-talk, is beating ourselves up. We've got that down. A lot of us are really adept and practiced at that. So, of course, self-kindness is going to feel clumsy. Of course, allowing the heart to be vulnerable and almost be foolish in the way that love can be is going to feel weird and scary and almost uncomfortable. And yet, can we be courageous to take those steps? You know, there's an uncomfortable conversation that's being had right now on a national level, on a world level, reg- related to COVID, related to the injustices that have been continued on for such a long time. It's uncomfortable, it's awkward. And yet, do we have the courage to have those conversations? I, a lot of times, I talk about the knowing, like that the heart knows. We know as people what is kind, what is good. And the mind can put up roadblocks and stop us from acting from that place. And my guest, Daryl Scott, the musician, when he was on, he talked about that. You know, there comes a point where the knowing, if we allow that crack of the knowing to get it, gain a foothold, it starts to show up. And what I loved in Daryl Scott's story is how he talked about it got to a point when he was performing, he could perform the songs that everybody knew. But he had this body of work that was coming from the heart, that was moving music, and you know, it took him a while to get there, to be able to mature to a point where he could perform this music that was his heart music, that he feels like is the reason why he's been put on this planet. It took him a while to get to the point where he could perform that. But the knowing was there. He knew that this was his music. He knew you know, and that's why I called that episode, It's Time to Get Real. Like, we know what, what just feels so real. And I think, again, that's what the world is showing us right now. We know that there's this possibility. We've seen it in small chunks. And it's like, we're nervous. We're scared. We're looking for the people who say, Yes, we can do this as a larger community. We can do this on a grand scale. Let's do it you know if if our leaders aren't saying that for us what's stopping us from us doing it and that's what we were talking about when i was chatting with my friend mark shellstone and he was talking about this idea of resetting and defaulting to kindness and asking that question what if our default is kindness and we're we're just we've overridden that so long we've forgotten that that's our essence of who we are. So why do we do that? And again, where do we start? Those are some of the conversations that I had with my beautiful wife when she agreed to be on the podcast, and we're going to record her again to finish out that episode. But we started talking about just when an emotion comes up like frustration, to take a look at it, to question it, to find that hidden meaning, that that part of us that we are so ready to see. That's also what came up with my friends Aaron Nitem and Kenny Hayden when they were on the show. And Aaron and Kenny were so generous about the conversations that we have as this mini men's group of like, where are we getting it right? Where are we getting it wrong? And that's another thing, self-kindness. I invite you to, it's a personal journey, but we can do it together. You can reach out to me, you can be part of my community, you can be part of other communities that are out there, but I'm just really going to invite you to look at that. And that's where I started with my amazing friend and the incredible human being, Brian Bajari, in the, the first guest episode, episode two. It was a conversation about transforming personal pain into love and leadership. And he so generously spoke about his journey and the work that he has done personally and out in the world. Just incredible stories. All of my guests have been willing to share these incredible stories. So I invite you to listen through if you haven't, and or go back to an episode. Each time we listen, we notice something gets awoken in us. Something gets kindled or rekindled in us that was my episode with my incredible friend Kristen rothballer and i'm going to leave on that one where in that she reads from the Rumi poem that eventually ends by saying we wake up and when we have these moments where we wake up and i like to say i'm waking up to my heart i'm waking up to that bigness that ability for for that self-kindness which is self-love, to rework me so I'm available in the world, so I show up the way that I want to show up, so I make the changes that I want to see in the world. And I don't need to wait for the leadership to get it right. Let me get it right first. So I'm inviting myself, challenging myself, don't go back to sleep. Don't go back to that place that I've gotten so good at as an adult. That I'm afraid to step back in and be clumsy and vulnerable. So, what a privilege it is to have your time each week that you would come and spend a little bit of this moment, uh, your moments with me. I know you have so much you couldn't be doing. There is so much that's pulling on us. So, thank you for giving yourself this opportunity to just be open to self-kindness. Thank you for responding and getting back to me, whether you're chatting with me on Instagram or emailing me or even calling me. I love hearing from you. I love finding out what it is you're doing. It's such an inspiration and it's not a little thing. If each household had 10% more self-kindness in it, 20% more self-kindness in it, it would radically change our world. I really believe that. Thank you for being here. If this podcast brings something to you, I invite you to share it with a friend. Would you share it with a friend? Would you use your platform of social media? Maybe you have 75 followers that are friends and family. Would you share it with them? I really think that self-kindness is this part of the underground wisdom that has been held on to, like Alexander Fuller mentioned about the indigenous cultures, the different minority cultures of the world have held on to this wisdom, and it's time to let it flow back in. For me, self-kindness is just a, a small part of that wisdom, to allow that back in. So say hi to me at selfkindnesswithpetesibley.com. Pete, I invite you to default to kindness, as our good friend Mark Shillstone shared with us. And I love you. I'll see you next week with another amazing guest. I'm so excited for this guest. And I'll leave you with this song of Anna Mines. Until next week. When you
1: find yourself alone No way of getting home Wrap yourself in a blanket of stars My love is there It's the night that always burns The day will take its turn Picture my arms around your neck my love is there My love is there It can find you anywhere
0: You're gonna learn
1: just how to trust My love is there When nothing's going Fear sleeps with you at night. Oh, remember this, if nothing else. My love is there. My. learn just how to try.